You're listening to Live 360 with Tony Sutherland, and this is episode 29. guys today we are continuing our little mini series if you will on the me monsters how to overcome the me monsters um, the last two episodes we talked about how to deal with selfish ambition tackling that me monster it's the monster that chases us and how do we know that because we're always running we're running after something and sometimes what we're running after um, is tied to what is running after us, things we haven't dealt with in our past. And you need to go back and listen to those two episodes to kind of get context where we are. Today, we're talking about the promotion monster. And we're talking about how to handle promotion. And I'm going to be talking about seven observations I've made throughout the years about promotion. Now, um, a couple things about promotion right here at the beginning. Promotion is from the Lord. The Bible says that promotion comes from the Lord. It is a godly given thing. And a lot of times God will withhold promotion for us because we're not prepared for it. We're not ready for it. And we're really never ready for promotion. Um, I say it in two ways. We're prepared for it, but we're not prepared for it. If it's a godly assignment, your promotion will always be greater than what you can handle because you'll need to trust the Lord. You'll need wisdom and guidance. You'll need relationships and influence in your life. And you'll need to depend on him. Don't lean on your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will bring it to pass. The Bible says he who called you is faithful. So you're, you're going to come into promotion and those are going to be things that you're not ready for. But there are some things that can prepare you for the season of promotion. Because I do believe that the Lord withholds promotion for us because there are some things about our lives that aren't prepared for it. And so I'm hoping that after you listen to these seven observations that I've made about being promoted or coming into a season of promotion will help you as you enter into it. Um, There have been seasons in my life where um, there were things I wasn't ready for. I wasn't ready for even some job interviews, you know, even just the, the doorway to promotion. And I remember I was doing some leadership coaching and uh, I was down in Dallas, Texas. I was getting ready to, uh, I was actually considering taking uh, a position at a very, very large church down in Dallas. And uh, as I was doing this leadership coaching, I had access to my coach and I, I called him up right before I was going into my interview and I asked him for some advice and he was there to give me some advice and some wisdom about some things I needed as I was stepping into this office, getting ready for this interview. And I hope today that some of the things I'm going to share with you will kind of be that little voice in your ear that are going to be speaking to you as you come into a season of promotion. Some of them are warnings and some of them are encouragement, but today we're talking about how to handle promotion. So let's jump into it. All right. So let's talk about the seven observations that I've uh, picked up on uh, when it comes to promotion. And most of these come from my own life, things that I've had to discover along the way. Sometimes I've been prepared ahead of time, and sometimes I've had to learn through my failures and mistakes. And by the way, that's how you're going to learn most things in life. Don't ever be discouraged about failure. 
Think of it as a lesson. Think of it as something that taught you something and prepared you for something. Um, sure, we're going to be a little bit, you know, upset about things we do when we make mistakes, but you learn more from your failures than you do your successes because failures come way more often than your successes. Successes and accomplishment come very rarely in your journey. Um, every day is an, an accomplishment, so to speak. I mean, if you woke up and you did well and <laughs> you didn't rob a bank and you and you loved people and you you know, you were able to make it through the day, that's an accomplishment, so to speak. But I'm talking about the major milestones. They just don't come that easy. That's why they're called milestones. You know, miles are a long journey. And, and sometimes in our lives, miles can mean more than miles. It can mean seasons, years, months, uh, you know, a great span of time, you know. So milestones come seldom. They're rare. But failures come more often, but you can learn something every time you fail. So let's learn the seven observations about promotion. So number one, one observation I've made about promotion is you need to humble yourself. And if you humble yourself, you'll eventually be promoted. But if you promote yourself, you'll eventually be humiliated. Now, what do I mean by that? Um... I, I'm not saying that you shouldn't market yourself. I'm not saying that you shouldn't put yourself out there. I'm not saying that you shouldn't deliver product, create content, which is what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> sometimes when I've taught this lesson in leadership development opportunities, um, you know, I carry merchandise and product with me on all of my events, my live events. And, um, I'll, I have a table set out. It's done first class. I've got signage. I've got my products, my books, my music, and I'll set it all out on the table. And then I have this big eight foot pop-up banner with my, with my face on it. And it's, it's massive, you know, um, and people will say, you know what I say, well, humble yourself and you'll be promoted and promote yourself and you'll eventually be humiliated, says the guy that has the eight foot banner out in the, uh, the foyer. Um, promoting his products with actually even a light on it, you know, a, a light that lights the banner. And then I've got signage and, you know, I'm putting myself out on social media and YouTube and, and emails and this podcast. And, you know, uh, because I have a, I have an assignment, right? So I'm busy about the father's business. This is the father's business for me. Sharing these things with you is a way for me to influence you. And I got to make myself available and noticeable. But there is a fine line between making it all about you and making it all about the lives of others. The reason I put myself out there is so that I can get you, so I can grab you, so I can influence you and, and help you uh, experience positive change in your life, in your ministry, in your relationship with God, in your relationship with others. 360, experiencing peace and joy in every area of your life. So number one, you need to have a sense of humility about it. Like, Lord, I want to thank you that you've brought me into this opportunity. God, this opportunity comes from you. I'm not making this happen on my own. I need your help. I need your wisdom. I need your advice. I need your direction. Connect me with the right people. Lord, provide for me with the needs that I have. You know, I'm a self-employed minister, influencer, leadership development, um, uh, ministry, and 
there's a lot of times when I just need God to provide and thank God for the wonderful people that he surrounded us with. We just recently received a gift from someone out of the blue who is a part of our circle, who's a part of our connections, who is a giver, who has blessed us so many times. And, you know, we need people like that. And, and, and it helps you walk in a, in a humble state of mind. Lord, I can't do this without you. But sometimes you've just got to be bold enough to put yourself out there. And it takes humility because sometimes we are self-reliant, but we're also way too self-conscious. We second guess ourselves way too much. If God is telling you to build a banner with your face on it and put it in the foyer and stick it up so people will see it and come to your table and purchase your product or whatever it is that you're selling, whatever God has given you to sell, do it. And be bold about it, but trust God. Don't second guess yourself and be too prideful and think, well, I'm not going to do this because I don't want to appear prideful. That's actual inverted pride. Being humble doesn't mean you don't put yourself out there. Being, you know, you can actually be very, very prideful and resist being obedient to what God has called you to do. I'm very self-conscious about this stuff, but at the same time, I do it like a four-year-old in a Batman suit. I just have this childlike trust in the Lord and I'm going to do it. And I'm not going to worry about what the haters say. I'm not going to worry about what the skeptics say and the critics say, because I'm actually doing what they were too afraid to do. But at the same time, I'm, I'm, I'm walking softly in fear and trembling, so to speak. I'm not afraid of, of doing what God has called me to do, um, by putting a banner out there. I, I, you know, but I can actually be afraid to do it and not do it. So I'm actually overcoming some fears and worrying sometimes about what people think. Oh, look who this, who is this guy? Got all these signs of himself everywhere. Don't think I don't think about that. I do. So I'm humbling myself, but at the same time, I'm being bold. And I think when you're bold, you're actually being humble because you're, you're breaking past some of the fears and you're trusting God and you're throwing your humility out there. Don't confuse timidity with uh, humility because just because you're, 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 you're acting timid and shy and everything, that doesn't mean you're humble. That just means you're timid, you're shy. And don't confuse arrogance with, with boldness. Some people appear arrogant, but they're actually just overcoming their fears and being bold. Some of those guys out there that you think are cocky and show-offs and arrogant, you'd be surprised what they're having to overcome on the inside, the insecurities they're having to overcome to put themselves out there. So just because you put yourself out there doesn't mean that you're being arrogant or prideful. It means that you may be overcoming some things as I can personally attest to, you're overcoming some of the inhibitions that you might have. And you're just going, I'm just going to put myself out there. I'm going to trust the Lord. I'm going to keep myself humble. But remember, if you, if you do it in an arrogant way, you don't want to go out there and think I'm superior to everybody and look what I've got. And these people are nothing and they don't have what I have and they need what I have. And I'm just going to show them and I'm going to teach them how to do it. And, and no, 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 that's, that's not humility. That's crossing the line. And it doesn't mean that you're not covered under God's grace, but you're going to run into some, some issues and some problems if you don't learn how to humble yourself. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about your salvation here. I'm talking about your relationships and your ability to achieve and 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 reach your goals and have some success in your life. But if 
you humble yourself, you will eventually be promoted. But if you promote yourself, you'll eventually be humiliated. All right, number two, when you enter a season of promotion, things will get more difficult. Some people think that promotion is is the easy life. Man, I'm going to be high above now. I'm going to have more more status, more position, more recognition. And I'm starting to get into the easy life. And, you know, you'll look on social media sometimes and you'll see these people flaunting all the things that they've accomplished in their life, whether it be their possessions, their riches, their wealth, where they're at currently. You know, social media can be, uh, it can be a cloud of deception, guys. You know, social media, you've heard it before. Most people post their highlight reel but not the real real, okay? <laughs> the reality real. Um, one, one, one person told me a long time ago, people don't give to anything that looks unsuccessful. If, if, if you come across as being a person like, man, I just need your help. I can't get anywhere. And, you know, if I could, if you could just help me, man, I'll be able to step into this. Well, people don't want to give to something that isn't successful. They, they want to get involved with something that, that is positive, something that's making a change. And you're promoting your vision, not your need. Remember, if you're raising support and you're trying to uh, get people to give to your ministry or give to your business, you want them to see the successful side of it. You don't want to take them through the rigors of the, of the, of the hard knocks. Now you'll have some inner circle people that you can share your pains and your struggles with, and they're there no matter what. But if you want to get the mass public involved, you want to get more people involved. They want to see that they're investing into something that's making a difference. So you don't always want to share your reality real with everybody. And I get that. That's just a part of business. That's a part of, uh, you know, of reality of life. So you'll see most people, you know, t- promising you what they can give you and promising what they can do for you. And, and, and they believe in themselves. They believe in their product or they wouldn't be out there. So they are in a certain aspect walking in faith. Like, I know this is going to make a difference in your life. And if you'll invest in this or buy this or use this or, or order this, it's going to change your life because they believe in their product and product. And those are the people that usually make the most sales. Those are usually the people that actually do accomplish something and are more successful about it because they believe in themselves and it comes across in their, comes across, I say across a lot, comes across in their delivery. But when you enter a season of promotion, know this, that though you may make it may look good on the outside to others, it's actually more difficult for you. I mean, consider consider Moses. When God promoted Moses to lead the children out of Israel, don't you know that he ended up walking into some of the the, the most life altering challenges, death? And, and complete and utter failure were right before his eyes. He had to trust God. He was going to tell the Pharaoh to let, his, let God's people go. Could you imagine him walking into that situation? How much boldness and courage. And we all know that Moses had some fears. He stuttered. He wasn't of good speech, the Bible says. And, and, and he needed a spokesperson to speak for him. He had weaknesses. But God called Moses to lead because God was going to use Moses, but Moses didn't come into a life of ease. Think about Noah. You know, the Bible says that Noah found favor in God's eyes, but then he had to go build a giant boat 
and bring a bunch of animals on and put up with the ridicule of the community. Oh, look at this weirdo out here building a big giant boat. But don't you know when that big giant boat was built, <laughs> people were like, okay, I th- all right, but it was too late. If you want to come into promotion and you want God to bring you to another level, you might as well just pray this prayer, Lord, complicate my life. Because with with promotion doesn't come more comfort. With promotion comes more complications. You know, I, I said it before, promotion offers more and greater options, but along with those options and opportunities comes challenges, comes risk, comes, uh, you know, you're going to have haters show up, which is what number three tells us about promotion. Number three tells us promotion reveals your true friends and your real enemies. You know, you're going to you're going to be in a season right now where you have a certain group of friends, but when you enter into a season of promotion, it's actually a door that opens and closes. And when that door opens, you're going to come into different relationships, different opportunities, different locations. Sometimes you're going to have to say goodbye to the people that you are in circle with right now, the people that you've loved and the people that have supported you. But when seasons of promotion come, you're going to have to make a decision. Do I want to stay here with this? Because you can't take everybody with you through the door of promotion. And that's going to be really, really hard. And some of the people that you're with right now, they like you because you're with them. And I mean both physically and, and emotionally and mentally, you're with them. But when you come through a season where you're coming into promotion, sometimes you're going to have to say goodbye to certain people that have believed that you would always be with them. They thought you were like Jesus. I will never leave you or forsake you, right? Well, when you go through the door of promotion, you may have to wave goodbye to people. And you don't do it in a wrong way. You don't do it in an arrogant way or a haughty way. We're not saying that. But just by the nature of promotion, it means that you're going to have to dismiss seasons in your life, locations, people, mindsets, uh, job jobs that you've had for a long time. And those people may dismiss you. And it may not always be positive. But with promotion, It's going to reveal who your true friends are, the people that will always be your friend and they'll always be there for you and they'll support you and they want to see you succeed. But the friends that don't want you to succeed are the ones that are afraid that if you succeed, you're going to leave them and they're not going to have you anymore and they're not going to be reliant. They're not going to be able to rely on you anymore. They're not, they're not going to be able to hang out with you anymore. And that's, that's just natural, but you've got to be prepared for that. You've got to tell yourself, am I willing to let go of this situation and leave the people that I really am endeared to or that are endeared to me for the next season of promotion that God wants to bring me to. And I've had to do that over the years. I still have great friends in my past that I love and still stay in touch with, but it changed. Things changed. Um, Because when you come into promotion, it's going to reveal your true friends, but it's also going to reveal your enemies too, because there's going to be people that even have been your friends that will turn against you because they're jealous of you succeeding. You didn't take them with you. And now they've become your enemies. And now they, now they, they're not on your side and they're not really for you. And it reveals things about people. But also when you come into the next season of opportunity, whether it's the location or the position, there's going to be people there that don't want you to be there. 
And, you know, from a distance, you know, they may welcome you and may like you, but when you actually get close and they see you coming, they're like, oh boy, you know, I can't keep this person at bay anymore. They're actually stepping up on the platform with me. When I say platform, I'm talking about proverbial, but also the platform, because some people don't want you sitting next to them, standing next to them, speaking before them or speaking after them. They like you being at bay so they can always appear superior to you and, and you'll always be the, their protege and the one they're mentoring. But I'm seeing nowadays, boy, man, you talk about protégés, man, protégés are much more quickly becoming the mentor nowadays. You know, information and technology is rapidly changing and this next generation is grabbing onto it quicker than, you know, my previous generation was. And I'm seeing young people taking leadership positions very, very quickly. And I want to speak to you mentors out there, people who are are, are, are mentoring the next generation. You need to be open to them becoming your leaders eventually because they just might. And so, you know, I want to speak to you. Don't become the enemies of a protege that you're bringing up. Don't let yourself have the attitude that, well, I just hope they always stay here so that I can appear superior to them and be superior to them. Your job is to raise people up above yourself. That's what a leader does. And a leader should take great pride in that. Maybe you won't get applauded for it. Maybe your protege will forget you. Most likely they won't. If you lead them well, they'll always be endeared to you and always consider you a legend in their own time. I had someone just this past week who is an up-and-coming leader, and they called me a legend. And, and I was like, well, okay, that's good. I had to receive that humbly. It's easy to let it go to your head. You don't want it to go to your head. And so I texted them back a, uh, a GIF of the I am legend, um, you know, character, Will Smith and walking his dog, you know, from a distance. And, uh, but you're, listen, people are going to, people are going to pass you up in life. Don't be one of those people that becomes an enemy to those that succeed. Always be supportive and love the next generation and, and be willing to see them come into their thing because guys, that's what we're here for. We're here to influence and change lives, even to the point where those people can now become influencers in our life. In, in our lives. You know, I have a, a a young man whom I mentored many years ago, and now he's inspiring me. And I believe, again, I believe in 360 leadership. We should be open to being led by everyone and everything around us. Never, don't let go of your pride, guys. Be open to the next generation taking their place. And that's what we're here to do. We're here to help them and lift them up and bring them into their thing. And, uh, but you need to understand that when you're coming into promotion, new friends are coming. You're going to have just as well as enemies will present themselves. You're going to have new friends. And I want you to focus on those guys. Focus on the people that are going to be there for you. Don't worry about your critics. And believe me, you're going to need a critic or two because it's going to keep you real. You can't dismiss all your haters. You can't dismiss all the people that have a, a, a challenging word or, or some advice that may put you in your place from time to time because we need to walk slowly. So remember, promotion, promotion reveals your true friends, but it also reveals your true enemies. And you need to be prepared for that when you come into the season of promotion. Hey guys, before we unpack point number four, just want to encourage you to subscribe to this podcast. I know it's influencing you. I know it is. I know you're listening to it and going, man, stuff's good. And again, I'm not being prideful, but I just believe in my product. I know what God's given me 
and I know it can help you. And if you subscribe to our podcast, what it does is it kind of helps those algorithms work in our favor. It helps us influence more people out there, especially if you write a review. So write a review on there. You can give us as many stars as you want, but just make sure you write something out there. There's a place on uh, Apple Podcasts for you to do that. And uh, again, it's helping us out. It's helping us influence others. It's helping others hear what you're hearing today. So let's jump into point number four. Did you like that little musical interlude? Yeah, we're just trying to keep things interesting. Um, and something about music, man, kind of helps refresh us and recalibrate our minds. So let's talk about point number four. Number four says you delay promotion when you share your dreams with the wrong people. Matthew 7 and 6 says, don't cast your pearls before the swine. Um, You know, you may have a precious gem inside of you. And just because you have that precious gem does not mean that you need to share it with everybody. You need to be selective with who you talk to about your goals and your dreams because, again, just like point number three said, promotion reveals your true friends and your real enemies. When you share something that God has given you with the wrong person, you evoke fear out of people because they see you moving in a positive direction and it scares them. It kind of causes them to reevaluate their own lack of confidence and vision and passion. And, you know, everybody can move ahead in life. Everybody can go to the next level, but some people just don't know how, or they're afraid to, or they just, they just want to just exist. They don't really have, uh, they're not motivated. They're not, they don't have initiative. They don't want to go to the next level. They don't have dreams that draw them and drive them. And, you know, but you do, I do. And sometimes when you share, and I've learned this through, 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 through (laughs) bad experiences, I've learned it the hard way that sometimes I'm a very transparent person. That's why I guess I love making podcasts because I get to share this podcast itself may be making somebody mad. Maybe somebody who knows me or who doesn't know me and going, yeah, I just don't like this guy. You know what? Maybe it's because you see me doing something that you want to do. Hey, rather than being angry at me or upset or even jealous, why don't you take some of those emotions and channel them into doing something positive with your life? giving in to the call of God on your life and quit sitting back and folding your arms and judging people who are stepping out to do great things for God. You don't know what they're having to overcome to do that. So you need to be careful, guys. Listen to me. Be careful who you share your dreams with. I don't care if they're from God and you've had 18 confirmations and you've had the president of the United States sign off on it. You've had all your pastors and all your friends confirm it and you've had a vision and um, it, don't you don't always have to share things with people because few real few people really care about your success as much as their own success in fact what's going to make you successful in leadership and in life is when you care about the success of other people all right even if you have personal goals and dreams those personal goals and those personal dreams that you have Somewhere in there, a main component of those should be to help other people, not just to advance yourself. But you want to be advanced so you can bring as many people along with you as possible. That's my dream anyway. 
I mean, I have a desire for God to promote me so I can help lift others up. Okay. Not leave others, but lift others. I want to say that again. Your vision should be about lifting others, not leaving others. Remember, I talked earlier about when you enter a season of promotion, things are going to get more difficult. Then I said promotion reveals your true friends and enemies. You're going to have to leave people, but your goal isn't to leave them. It's to lift them. And if there's a way that you can even lift people that are behind you as you step out, you should always do that. Okay. An illustration of that in my own life is once uh, my wife and I were moving from a small town in West Virginia, we were taking a a large position in a large church in Washington, D.C. And I remember some friends were following us to go to uh, help us move. And so they jumped in their cars and I was driving, uh, you know, or I wasn't driving, but someone else was driving the, uh, the U-Haul truck. All right. And I was in my car and I could go faster than them. And I, I got a little impatient because I was like, well, we need to move here. We need to get there. You know, it's kind of guy I am. I was like, I'm I, a lot of times I'm just like, Hey man, I, I just got to go. Come on, let's go. And so I was driving along and the, the faster I drove, the U-Haul truck got farther and farther and farther behind me. And the Lord just kind of spoke to me and said, Tony, your leadership is always going to be able to outrun people, but your leadership is not to do that. You need to pace yourself so people can, can follow you. Because if you look in your rear view mirror and the people that you're leading are getting farther and farther and farther behind you. You need to slow down. You need to stop at the red lights that you don't want to stop at and make sure that people are behind you. Turn around often and make sure that people are following you. Don't get too far ahead, right? So, um, you know, you're going to have to leave people, but you also want to be able to lift them. You also want to be able to lift people. And uh, so number four, you delay promotion when you share your dreams with the wrong people, you know, because few really care about your success as much as their own. So always make your vision about others. You know, some are going to be threatened by, by your promotion. And I say this, if you flaunt it, you'll be despised even more. So don't flaunt your promotion. Don't just share a vision that you have with somebody, but don't flaunt it when it comes to pass. Um, and don't flaunt this God called given vision in your life, especially with the wrong people, because you can even make the right people jealous of you. If you don't have a, a, a good attitude about it and a humble attitude, we go back to number one, humble yourself and you'll eventually be promoted, promote yourself and you'll eventually be, uh, you'll be <laughs> humiliated. All right. Um, you know, Joseph shared his dreams at the wrong time. They were the right people, wrong time. They were his brothers, but it was the way in which he shared it. And so, yes, did his brothers mistreat him? Did they abandon him? Did they, did they reject him? Did they, did they literally sell him down the river? They did. They sold their own brother into slavery. But let's talk about Joseph for a minute. I mean, all the brothers aren't the only ones to blame here. Joseph was very cocky and very arrogant, and it was youthful arrogance. You know, I, I, there's a scripture that Paul tells Timothy. He says, don't let people despise your youth. And while, while we don't want to despise people's youth, sometimes it's easy to despise youthful arrogance. So if you're a young person listening to this podcast today, don't be prideful. Don't be arrogant. Just walk in a humble state of mind. Um, you know, because if you share all these dreams with people too early and be cocky about it and flaunt your promotion, you know, 
people are going to despise you even more. So be careful. I say be quiet about your promotion (laughs) and even quieter about your demotion, all right? Um, Because silence is often the best protector of dreams. Your silence is often the best protector of your dreams. Hey guys, that's all the time we have for today. So we talked about the first four observations about promotion. Next week, we'll talk about the remaining three, five, six, and seven. And I want to give you a big word right now. I want you to remember this word and I want you to put an exclamation point at the end of it. Share, share this podcast with a friend or two that need to hear what you heard today. We all need to know how to make transition to the next level. And these secrets and these keys will help you. They have helped me over the years. They just keep me on my toes. They don't make me paranoid or scared, but I just need to be aware of some things as God is taking us to the next level. Uh, The road to the next level is always uphill. There's always more challenges to overcome, but you can do it. I believe in you. And I wouldn't be sharing this with you today if I thought the next level was hopeless. Man, promotion is coming. The Bible says promotion comes from the Lord and we can expect it, but we also need to have a humble attitude. We need to remember that things will get more difficult. Uh, We need to remember that uh, promotion reveals our true friends and even our real enemies And then we also need to remember that we can delay our promotion sometimes when we share our dreams with the wrong people. Hey, I hope this helped you. I can't wait to come back with the next episode. Episode 30, man, can you believe it's been 30 weeks? And I hope that this content and I hope that these podcasts have really been helping you. So until episode 30, we'll see you. 